0: Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my wonderful guest for today is Francesca J. Littman. Francesca has been combining her in-depth experience working with voice and music with her gifts as an energy healing channel, guiding her clients through a transformational process of deep healing and reconnection with self, with the voice acting as the bridge between the inner and outer worlds. At the root of Francesca's calling is a deep knowing that the more connected we are individually with our own voices, the greater our capacity to listen with love to the voices of all those with whom we share this planet, and in particular to the voice of Mother Earth. Welcome, Francesca. Thank you. <laughs> it's a blessing to have you with us, and I am so, so very excited to be learning from you today now since my podcast is called sacred feminine power i love to start by asking my guests what does sacred feminine power mean to you personally
1: mm, this is such a beautiful question and um i've really been tuning into this um i listened to one of your one of your other podcasts um when i received the the invitation for this interview and As soon as I heard that question, I I asked that question of myself. And what came is it's so much bigger than words. It's this energy, it's this feeling that is, yeah, that, you know, I I love words. I could use many words to describe it, but it is so, so much bigger than all of that. Um, But I've been tuning in how how could i communicate this to others what what is it that i feel if i if i tune into to what what is sacred feminine power and the the impression that comes it's this combination of this immense softness and love and nurturing combined with this incredible power incredible sum it up but it's that sense of you know a mother with her newborn child if we imagine the way that a mother holds her her baby in such tenderness such softness and at the same time she has just so much power so much strength guiding her that she she's able to keep that baby safe you know that if any kind of threat came into her environment the power that she would find to protect her her newborn child it's immeasurable and so for me that's that's really a sort of a summary of of that energy that we're we're so held and so supported so loved and i just love this as i've been going more and more deeply into this just it's that rewriting of what strength and power is, how we've been taught, and what it actually is as it combines with that softness, that vulnerability, which is so much powerful than anything. Um and yeah, I mean, there's so much I could say about it, obviously, nature, <laughs> um, just stepping into nature, always there, always present. And um yeah, just, you know, an aspect that for me is just so, so important, just deepening more and more into this understanding of renewal, um, this capacity to to create and just to create something big and then just to completely let it go and to let whatever that is, as it falls away, to let that become the nurturing, the nourishment, the, the compost, if you will, for whatever's next. So that continuous cycle with no beginning, no end, but that in which we are always held, no matter what's happening in our lives, that it's ever-present. And all we need to do is just tune into that and allow ourselves to trust in that process. Mm.
0: That's so beautiful, Francesca. And I really love the mother with the newborn child analogy there as well. Mm -hmm. So thank you for bringing those different aspects into the definition of sacred feminine power. (laughs) Now, would you please share with us a challenge that you have faced on your path that's really helped you to understand and activate this power within you and on your path?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been so many different experiences, different challenges that I've had in my life, um, and I do see just the the connection between everything, how it joins up. Um, but I would say that uh, a, <clears throat> excuse me, um, one of the, the the sort of big awakening for me, I suppose, or really stepping into this awareness was the period of time that I spent living in the Netherlands. Um i I was in a relationship um with a man that we'd been he was from the Netherlands, and I was actually living in France at that time, not officially. I had just sort of stopped there. I was actually had gone to heal from from another relationship. um and I was um my parents live in France, and I was sort of staying in France and just using that time to heal. And I was really connecting very deeply with nature. Um, I was just really at the start of my sort of spiritual journey or my, my awakening, let's say, of course, the journey has always been present. Um, then I got into this relationship with this, this man who is Dutch and um, fell in love very quickly and very, very quickly I became pregnant. Um, actually, it was yeah two weeks into the relationship, you know, obviously it was six weeks later that it was confirmed, but um. And, you know, it was that combination of motherhood and then sort of finding my way in the relationship. And we, um, we decided to move to the Netherlands just because it seemed like the best thing practically at that time. And um, we did spend, like, my son was born in France and we spent some time there. Um, but the things were not working in the relationship. And I thought if financially things were better, that, um, you know, things might be easier. So we moved to the Netherlands. It was a decision I made very, very quickly. And this is also a theme in my life that um, I can take a long time to make decisions. But when I make a decision, when I'm really sure of a decision, then it moves very quickly. And that's what happened. And I went from living in this, this environment that was so deeply, deeply connected with the earth, with mountains all around me and Um, really beginning to understand my connection with nature even though I couldn't necessarily give it words I just understood it at a deep deep cellular level Um, and then moving to the Netherlands where um, the environment I was in it was you know there was nature around but it felt very sterile and um, you know one of the things for me at that time I was so tired when we were in France and um my son was four months old and the idea of being in the Netherlands and actually the first months were you know it was this place that everything was flat you know I'd been living in this place where everything was mountainous it was even just to push a, a child in the push chair stroller whatever you like to call it um you know that was difficult there's like bits of um you know, you know stones everywhere and everything's sort of moving and flowing and curving and At that moment to be in the Netherlands where everything was flat, everything was straight, it was kind of easier for me to navigate motherhood, which I was not prepared for at all, really. Um, But, you know, over time, I really began to miss the, the energy of the mountains because the um i'm actually now living again in in the place i was living in before in southwestern france and there's such a strong sacred feminine energy here it's just you know you don't even have to know anything about the sacred feminine you just feel it and the environment i was living in in the netherlands was you know i was i was in this village um which you know, in terms of my experience in France, it was far more like a town. I think it was at least 3,000 inhabitants, possibly more. And I think there was something like six churches there in this village. And there was such this such a strong sense of repression that I experienced there. Mm. Um, it was also near to a, um, I think it was like an army base as well. So you'd hear sort of shots being fired. And all these things were so discordant with with me with the essence of me and what i've you know over the years i've come to understand that i you know i do have a very strong um sacred feminine presence and um, it's taken me many many years to know that and to realize that um but there there was so much you know the structure um like moving into this this place where there was you know my my then partner. Then he was, you know, doing a sort of a nine to five job or eight to six or whatever he was doing. You know, there's very clear structure, um, and it sort of continued. And I was there for seven and a half years. And my my son, um, you know, obviously, you know, aged well. It was just before he turned four that he went to school and um, stepping more and more into these structures that went against my need for feminine flow um but the um you know the the interesting thing is that a lot of my spiritual unfolding my deepening of self um even my understanding of the sacred feminine um, and the sacred masculine came from being in the Netherlands um but I also had in my relationship um you know I wasn't like I say I wasn't really prepared for motherhood i deeply wanted it um but you know there was so much that I just knew as a mother I knew about my baby but my my partner was challenging me he would always challenge me if I'd said oh I think it's this and he'd be like yeah but how do you know and I didn't feel in my feminine power at all in those early years and over time I really found myself stepping into that and the The thing that I think really in many ways kind of accelerated that growth that understanding was um, at the end of 2012 we'd been in the Netherlands for a year things were very very hard in my relationship Um, and in fact we we broke up for what turned out to be about a year but we were still living together because I didn't have the means to move out Um, and I felt very very isolated and I went into a very, very deep depression. Um, depression, anxiety is something that I'd struggled with for a large part of my life, which actually is what led me. Um, I think in 2010 it was i started my, um, my journey with energy healing with, um, with Reiki. Or in fact, I discovered some things before that, but that was um, you know, a, a moment I can pinpoint. Um, and so I went into this deep, deep depression and I actually was feeling suicidal. And there was one day, a few days before Christmas um 2012, that I just had reached this point where I just did not want to be here anymore. And I went up to the loft and I tried to hang myself. And I, I don't know how long I was there, maybe seconds, probably. Um, but the, the rope or the cord that I was using, it snapped. I found myself lying on the floor and I was just in this deepest, darkest place I'd ever been. And um, through all the darkness, I heard this voice, which I'd heard before. It said to me very, very clearly, see, the universe is not done with you yet. In fact, he already told Mm -hmm. you the universe is not done with you yet. And that became my driving force um, that helped me to pick up and I did, you know, I came out of depression, and I completely reversed my way of seeing the world in very, very difficult circumstances, um, and I did it, you know, I did it pretty much by myself, um, I didn't have any kind of medication, I didn't have any psychological support, um, I didn't have many friends, I did reach out to one, one lady who offered me a hand, and I realized now, you know, people can offer their hand, but you're the one who has to take it when you're in that place, mm-hmm. and so there were all these aspects help me to discover the the power within myself, the courage, and to do it in the way that was right for me, not the way that society said that I should do something, but in the way that felt like it was aligned with who I am, and mm-hmm. um, and in that process, discovering, and particularly you know the the very you know feminine essence of creativity and self-expression and really moving into those and embracing those aspects of myself which have always been there but that I found very difficult to really claim for myself Mm -hmm. so it's it's been an ongoing ongoing journey but I would say it was really that you know what I've come to understand more and more these past years is that in order to really know something, to really understand it at the deepest level, um, certainly in my life, but I think a lot of people experience this too, we are presented with the polar opposite, the contrast. Because in seeing the contrast, it makes us more aware, like what is this really? I already had that awareness of sacred feminine energy, but it was by being shown that sort of polar opposite that very kind of patriarchal masculine energy that I really was able to see it and start to really embrace it as a part of of who I am and of life in its totality Hmm.
0: beautiful well Francesca thank you for for sharing so openly and so vulnerably about this period in your life and uh, I I know for sure that many of our listeners will be receiving medicine just by listening to your experience Mm -hmm. so thank you for doing that and and you you've you've kind of already started to to allude um, towards my next next question as well already but I'd love to hear a little bit more about not just the healing journey but now that you are on the other side of it and and you are doing your your energy work and you're doing your beautiful sound and voice work. Mm-hmm. How how has you you already told us how the experience of the depression and and going through that dark period of time how it's kind of shining its light in everything mm. that you do now. But I'd love to hear a little bit more about sacred feminine power in the work that you do now.
1: Mm. Yeah, so I mean, a big thing that has come through for me in the past years with this journey is really understanding the power of the feminine voice. Um, You know, what we see, if we look around us, we see, you know, so much destruction, the connection with Mother Earth, the connection with one another, with you know, humanity. Um, At the same time, when we look, you know, if, if we look with the right with the right eyes the right way of looking or the right percep- uh, perception we can see there's also so much beauty in the world but what i what i understand from all the destruction that's happening is this complete disconnection with the voice um you know and so many women are so aware i think of this voice inside of them of this truth that's bubbling inside that they're not Expressing, and you know, part of my journey has really been about finding—well, not not even finding, but trusting in that voice, the ownership of of what it is, and finding the courage to share that in the world. And so, you know, a large part of my work, how that um, has manifested, it continues to manifest, is about supporting women in particular, men too, but women in particular to come really into contact with their own voice and to to look at how they're using their voice. How how do we how do we speak to ourselves? What truths are really our truths? What what is what we've taken on as a belief from the external world. how do we express ourselves in the world do we have the courage to speak up how do we hold ourselves in certain situations um you know there's this contrast that we have like for maybe some women maybe experience both of these aspects or just one of them on the one hand there's all of this inside of us that we don't let out we don't express we don't speak that we want to speak up but we don't feel safe to do so or on the other hand you have yeah, the other side of that is where you're speaking, and everything's in it's sort of high up in the throat chakra, desperately wanting to be heard, and yet we're not heard because we're not connected with our womb space, we're not connected with our lower chakras, with our full being, and because we've disconnected from those. Um, so it's learning learning how to use our voice and when to use our voice when not to waste our energy and because sometimes we do that we use our voice in a way that we completely lose our energy um, and so knowing like kind of coming into that space where we start to connect the voice and the womb which they are so interconnected um, but you know these are the two aspects that in the womb space are developing um simultaneously the 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 genitalia and the you know the yoni and the the voice if you look at the you know if you you look at um the the anatomy of the voice and the anatomy of the yoni um you know it looks very very similar and Mm -hmm. it's it's so powerful to you know when we reconnect with that part of ourselves we can start talking from using our voice whether you know it can be talking it can be singing it can be just expressing ourselves creatively in the world but doing it from from that deep deep space inside of us that is so so connected with our feminine essence with the sacred feminine and the more that we do that the more that we bring our voices out into the world the more we are bringing this healing energy and this alchemy into the world like when we speak our truth it gives others permission to speak their truth and you know the more that we speak our own truth the more we're able to listen to one another which is such an important aspect of the voice because we don't always listen and not just listening with our with our ears, but listening with our hearts, listening with our womb spaces. Does does this resonate? Is this truth? What does this person need? What are they really saying? And the more we do this on an individual and collective level, the more easy it is for us to really tune into what, what is nature saying? What is mother earth saying? What is everything around us saying? How can we interact in the world in a way that's really respecting sacred feminine power and activating activating that power and giving giving it permission to flow in the way that it's meant to
0: mm-hmm. beautiful i i am so resonating with everything that you're saying there <laughs> that is so beautiful <laughs> I would love for you to, if that's OK, to tell just a little bit more into the anatomy of voice. I mean, could you talk a little bit more about that and especially the connection between the voice and the womb?
1: Um, right. That's a good question. I'm not uh, super up there, let's say, with with, the, you know, the deep science of it. Um but, you know, we are connected very, very deeply. And, um, you know, one of the, the things that I do when, you know, when we work with the voice, you know, we really need to go back to the breath. Um, and one of the things that I'm working with, you know, my former training as a, a singing teacher, you know, that's how I started um, started my journey. Um, You know, I would get people to really feel into their bodies because when we breathe, much of the time it's very high up. When you start to breathe into the bottom of your lungs, then you'll notice that your belly starts to expand. I work a lot with visualization and instead of bringing the breath in downwards, I work at that image of bringing the breath upwards of being like a tree and really bringing in the energy breathing in through the yoni bringing in that energy through the yoni and into the womb space and when we do this you know we're using our entire bodies because this is a thing a lot of the time with the voices we're only using a tiny tiny part of of ourselves of our capacity um Mm -hmm. when we can speak with that connection that awareness of the breath that awareness of our rootedness in mother earth that connection with the womb space activating the muscles there um it completely changes the way that we speak it takes on a new resonance um even the way that you know the energy around us um it completely alters the the way that people respond to that. Um, mm-hmm. And even from, you know, when my son was very young, I, you know, I was exhausted most of the time. And, um, you know, my my then partner, would he wouldn't understand why it was that, um, you know, me the whole day just repeating the same thing over and over to my son, why my son wasn't listening. But when he would say something or some would listen, it's because he... He was not exhausted in his body in the way that I was. And he was using his full body when he said no to something. And I think men generally are much, much better at this than women. they use with their whole body. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Women on the whole, collectively, our history, we've disconnected from the womb space and from that power in the womb space.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And I did notice on those moments when my son was young, um, when I was really able to tune in when i was able to activate that power in myself and i said no or i said something he listened <laughs> you know children are such a beautiful reflection for us because they're so honest they're so tuned in and they show us exactly where we are um within ourselves so um you know that is one of the the big things that i i work with when i'm um supporting um supporting people and coming back into contact with their their voice it's really about that physical connection feeling into the womb space um and also accepting when they're not able to actually physically feel something just to move into softness for that and have compassion for that because a lot of us have become so disconnected um or you know it's a very um, I can't find the word right now, but it's like it's okay to tune in to that part of our bodies when we're having, um, you know, we're, when we're in a state of sexuality, like in in uh, communion with somebody. But any other time, you know, it's the only time it's like that's put in a box. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the time we don't connect with it. And, and when we do, it just transforms everything because there is a power and um, you know if you take a deep deep breath now into your womb space and then you focus that energy that breath and just and release that breath you can feel the power just behind the breath when we breathe from that space and of course that's magnified when we're using our voice mm-hmm. So I don't know if that answers your question or
0: not, but uh. yeah, absolutely. That that was, that was that's that's absolutely fascinating. And again, I'm resonating with with every single word that you're saying. Mm. That's that's really beautiful and something that um, I'd love to start exploring a bit deeper myself as well. The whole concept of the anatomy of sound and how you can consciously work with your voice and and with sound overall to completely change your vibration and your energy and also have that impact on others it's it's yeah. really fascinating
1: yeah I think it it is so powerful and I've got to say you know I rejected my voice for a very long time <laughs> me too <laughs> <laughs> you know like particularly with singing growing up um, you know my voice is better suited to classical music and that was the training I was receiving but you know there were um you know other kids I was around who were singing in a more kind of pop way and I saw that you know my best friend at that time she was really drawn to um you know one one friend who had this sort of like pop voice and she was always saying like really beautiful things about it and I you know I wasn't receiving that kind of feedback from my voice and of course when we're when we're young, we're in this situation where there's so much judgment put on a voice, it can be positive, but then when we don't receive that positive feedback, then we start to put a negative judgment on it. So I think you know the last years I've discovered like the power of my voice, the different ways I can use my singing voice, but also my speaking voice. and I have many different voices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've got the shouting of the dog to please stop making so much noise barking voice or um you know when I'm talking not so much now but you know when my son was younger and he just wasn't listening or um you know I don't always use my voice in a in in the beautiful relaxing way that people might experience me using professionally but I've also come into contact with this real softness how I can activate and I love to speak in this way when I activate this softness in my voice and this presence in my voice because it is so I know it's powerful. And I hear also, Amy, with your voice when you're speaking, there's such a beautiful quality to it that really invites um, a sense of connection.
0: Mm, thank you. Really,
1: yeah, really, you know, your your voice is, it's for me, it's really embodying this sacred feminine power. That's that's what I hear when you speak. And I think it's it's so powerful for us to realize we all have that capacity within our own voice.
0: Mm-hmm. thank you so much that means a lot to me and I mean I mentioned earlier that uh, when you said that you rejected your voice most of your life I've had exactly the same experience and I hated my voice for well not so much most of my life anymore because I'm not so young anymore But <laughs> for, for a good part of my life I really did hate and reject my voice and it was only much later on that I realized the power of it and how I could use it for in in many many different ways just like you Mm. described and and really grew to first kind of tolerate it and then (laughs) slowly to 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 love it and 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 learn Mm. to use it yeah yeah thank you
1: yeah and Mm. I'd like to add like for you know just anybody who's listening who wants to kind of come more into that state of acceptance and love for their voice you know a tool that I've Used It's really been particularly the last years as I started to do um, videos, for example, or even WhatsApp. You know, I love that we can do, you know, audio messages on WhatsApp. And I have used over the last years just watching back videos I've made or listening to WhatsApp messages. You know, when I thought I was just completely waffling to people and I listen back and I realize actually there's so much wisdom in what I'm saying Mm-hmm. And that has really helped me to grow in confidence with my voice and what it sounds like. Because I, I guess, I mean, you're from that era where, you know, maybe we had a tape recorder to listen to our voice. <laughs> yes. um, you know, kids now, they know what their voices are like because they've got, you know, they just pick up their phones and there you go. But, um, you know, we would hear like little snippets of our voice on a you know a cassette recorder or something. And it's just like, oh, my God, that doesn't sound like me at all. That's so weird. Yeah, and I think you know our our generation, the earlier generations, have have maybe more of a job coming to really know their voice and connect with their voice. Mm. Um, with the younger generations, I think it's whether they see it that way or not is a different thing. But they they have more tools to use. But I really recommend that for anybody who is um, wanting to. To come into a space of more confidence and to get more comfortable with their voice, what they sound like, what they're saying, just use these these amazing tools that we have in this time.
0: Mm-hmm. Very true.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: beautiful. Well, Francesca, you've shared so much with us already. If if, if our listeners wanting to find out more about you and connect with you, where would they find you?
1: Um so my website is www.com Francesca J. Littman. Littman is with two T's, two N's. I guess this will be in the um uh the, with the podcast. I'm sure you have my name there. Yes. So um so it's Francesca J Um so you can find out more about my work there. Um I've got um yeah, Facebook, of course. Um you can just find me on my personal page, Francesca J. Littman. Um, to be honest, I think I'm more active on there than I am. Um, I do have a, you know, a page as well, which is um reconnected woman with Francesca J. Littman. Um, so you can also find me there. But to be honest, you'll probably see a lot more of what I'm getting up to with uh with my personal page. And I do tend to share, um, I just I share whatever's going on really there. If there's something I um you know a cause that i believe in or an experience i've had or something it's a more personal share i would say um i do also have an instagram account i've been a little bit quiet there the last couple of weeks or month or so um but that's um re- yeah i think that's reconnected woman you'll find me there or you can just use my name i think that comes up as mm-hmm. well um and oh youtube i also have a youtube channel which again is just francesca j Littman so you'll find me there
0: okay beautiful that's wonderful and I understand you've also got a gift for our listeners
1: um, yes um, there will be the, the link here which is to a um, it's a an excerpt from one of the online soundbars I gave um, disclaimer I did actually play a little bit with the settings afterwards so that it's got a little bit more of um, the reverb I'm I'm not uh, <laughs> not really up there when it comes to all this technology, how to to adjust settings and stuff. But um, I did just just a little bit just to give um, yeah, it just it added an extra quality to the sound. Um, so, um, but that's I think it's maybe about five or six minutes long. Um, it's called Spirit of the Cave. Um, and as I say, that was taken from one of the online soundbards that I did. Um, that was back in November and that was um, when I give the soundbards, I just really open myself to whatever energy comes through. and I think it was possibly that week or the week before I'd held a, a ceremony for somebody in this beautiful cave, um, not so far from where I live. It was the first time I'd ever been there and we did the ceremony and, then during the um, during the sound bath, the energy was coming up from the cave. There was something big that opened opened up when I was um, doing the ceremony in the cave, and that energy was—I felt that energy coming through. So, so I named it Spirit of the Cave.
0: Mm, how beautiful! Thank you mm. so much for sharing that with us as well. I appreciate that. My pleasure. Hmm. But Francesca, is there anything else that's still arising for you that you would like to share before we wrap up?
1: Um, yeah, I will. I will need to fiddle with my settings, but I would love to just offer a minute or two of just whatever channels through my voice. Okay, great. For the listeners, if I may, so just bear yeah. with me one moment. Um, sure. There may be a bit of an echo. Um, Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Great. Okay. So I'd just like to invite anyone who's listening just to close their eyes and take a few deep breaths. Just allow yourself to drop into your heart and your womb space and just feel that connection between the two. And just allow yourself to receive whatever my voice brings through.
0: beautiful thank you so much for that I mean it's it's incredible how in such a short amount of time you can literally be transported somewhere else through sound yeah. thank you it's mm. pleasure mm. beautiful well Francesca thank you so much for sharing this time with me and for sharing your wisdom and your, your experiences with us and I really appreciate everything that you are bringing through your voice and through your warmth into the world and all this beautiful work that you are carrying out. So thank you for that. Uh,
1: Thank you very much for having me and also for all the beautiful work that you're doing, Emmy. And uh, yeah, the incredible work you're doing to to bring all of this wisdom into the world, bringing all these different voices from different places, different backgrounds. I think it's a, Truly a gift for humanity, thank you.
0: Thank you so much, thank you. Now everybody, just for a moment, let's focus our intention and our awareness on this beautiful energy that's being activated right now. And imagine sending this energy to everybody and everything on our planet to remember that we are all truly one and that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power and to use our voices in deeply conscious ways, the more quickly our planet will also heal and ascend. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here.